0: Jill Bennett uh, here with you until 4pm as we continue to continue following everything that is changing. As you heard in the news Surrey is now closing recreation facilities starting tomorrow until further notice. In New York City we just learned all of the schools are going to be closed. That's 1.1 million students told to stay home until further notice. In Quebec, the Premier there is asking bars and movie theaters to close because of COVID-19. He's also urging restaurants to reduce capacity by 50% in an effort to curb the spread of the virus in that province.
1: What we're saying is that people must sit at every second table. So that, uh, that, that is clear. Why do we do that? We do that because we think that right now we have to slow the increase in the number of people infected.
0: All right. And we also heard from Dr. Bonnie Henry, as you know, the provincial health officer. Now, this is from Friday. And as we know, in this uh, pandemic, things are changing minute by minute. However, on Friday, Dr. Henry did tell people it is still safe to go to restaurants. There are many things we can do. We're not talking about shutting down society here. We It's still very safe today in B.C., all across B.C., to go out, to go shopping, to go to restaurants. And um, in terms of public gatherings... Uh, not allowing gatherings over 250 people, and the rationale um, is based on practicalities, not science, but uh, it's a number that we can work with to ensure that distancing measures are put in place. All right. That was Friday. And again, as we know, things can change. We are seeing in other jurisdictions, uh, places in Spain and France, they have closed many bars and restaurants, the entire state of Illinois. The governor there saying bars and restaurants will be closed. So can they stay open and still be safe or what needs to be done? Let's bring in Ian Tostenson, president and CEO of the B.C. Restaurant and Food Services Association. Ian, thanks for being with us again.
1: Hi, Jill. How are you doing? Uh,
0: Good, except uh, it's a a bit, uh, well, there's a lot of information, a lot of uh, moving parts and updates. And even since you and I spoke just a couple of days ago, it seems like things have changed. Has anything changed as far as BC restaurants and bars?
1: Well, you know, a a couple of things we've seen. uh, We've seen, you know, an absolute colossal um, decrease in uh, the number of restaurants. And so, you know, probably down in the last, four or five days, about 30 or 40% in sales. So people are, um, they've been avoiding restaurants. And I get that because there's the uncertainty about it. Um, We are totally aligned with Dr. Henry. I think that was a great thing is it don't stop life. And, you know, if people um, should go to a restaurant and if they, they should be, I just actually went and supported a little restaurant in North Vancouver. And they're just busy sanitizing tables and washing their hands and make it very clear that they're doing that. So, Um, and their business is sort of iffy. So we we feel this might come back, Jill, but um, there's a number of things in B.C. that have happened um, that sort of address a lot of the things that you just described. So bars, I I get, you know, the Quebec thing with bars because you've got people walking around and in restaurants, you're sitting down. we are seeing a lot of restaurants uh, now talking about uh, making sure there's enough space uh, in their facilities, taking out tables just to make people comfortable that they're not sitting too close uh to people next door and then of course rigorous standards with respect to uh you know personal hygiene of the staff you know food handling and so you know i think um we're hopeful that there'll be some confidence returning but we've got you know uh restaurants in downtown vancouver uh, they're lost amazon they've lost Telus, they've lost the apple store so basically the lunch trade uh in downtown vancouver is gone and and Probably, you know, uh, a, a small restaurant maybe could last a month and maybe a bigger restaurant could last three months before it gets so bad that we may never see them again. It's, it's just amazing how much um, inability... Or, or it's, it's a sector that just doesn't have a lot of cash. It really runs its budgets like probably most people, is in two-week cycles. And when the customers go, uh, then it's a big problem. So I'm spending this afternoon writing letter to the Premier and talking about some of the things that we could work in partnership with the government to help us from a cost point of view, things around um, minimum wage and the employer's health tax and PST and carbon tax, uh, property taxes, to see if we can get some partnership and some deferral. Because if we have a decrease in business, obviously there's no revenue and the government keeps you know telling us to pay all this stuff. I mean, it's just... a it, it's a recipe for complete disaster.
0: Uh, you mentioned those some of those big companies, <laughs> though, that have closed their doors. And even I walked to, to the radio station today and some of the stores on Granville are closed because of this. Uh, is it irresponsible at this point, though, to keep restaurants and bars open when we're getting word that this virus can now be spread by people who have no symptoms at all? So workers might be coming to work thinking they're fine, but they might be carriers
1: or vice versa. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, a, that's a fair question. I, I've thought about that. Um, i guess if i was saying no no it's fine that's but i the, 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 you know the, dr Henry's addressed that i think um what we the, the difference in our environment in a restaurant versus a retail environment office environment, we you know we're all about health and controlling that and so if someone is there that doesn't know they're having it the practices of how they uh practices their own hygiene in terms of handling and washing uh, handling food and washing their hands and sneezing and all that different stuff they won't pass it so uh, that's why the standards in restaurants need to be absolutely enforced. There is a sure there's. A, I mean, there's a risk of what you just said, absolutely, but I think there's so much pressure right now, uh, I could pronounce in restaurants, they are going to do the right thing because that's the only hope, if they don't do the right thing, they're going to either close or be closed, and that's you know, that's that other side of the the coin that we're trying to avoid.
0: There is a possibility, as more and more measures are brought in, that they could be forced to close. I would imagine if that was to happen, they would be eligible for some kind of compensation. They'd certainly be part of the COVID nineteen compensation package when that gets worked out. Uh, would that be? I mean, that that would be if if that does happen. What what would be your response to that be?
1: Well, I think that's that's the key. I mean, the first. It's nice to see that the employers and the federal government are talking about, and I think the province is going to say this this week too, how do we protect the employees economically? Because if they can't work, they can't work. And if so, if there's a decree that says you can't operate, um, I would think that um, the economic consequences of just letting that go, you'll probably never see most of those restaurants ever open again. So if there was, and I think there will be, uh, a way to backstop those business owners. Whether it's um you know a complete deferral of all the things in the government or you know uh, helping them with their payroll for a month or whatever it's going to take to get them through um and then I think that's probably not a bad thing i I wouldn't say it's a wrong thing. I'd say great if we got to that stage that the the science said, you know what uh, if we if we do it for two weeks it's going to be good for it uh, that's great. I think it'd be very difficult. But it, it, you know, we have to protect the business owner because we want them back, and we have to protect the employee because the business needs them back. Um, that would be a really interesting thing. I don't know what they're doing in the countries when they say shut it down. Um, someone raised the prospects of is there insurance that is business interruption insurance that would take care of that? And, again, that was a question that came up this morning. We haven't got to that yet. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of moving parts here. Uh, a lot of parts.
0: And we were speaking with a reporter in Rome earlier today where that country is on complete lockdown. Yeah. The virus is still spreading. And and the reporter was saying, look, there are lessons to be learned. We're now learning that people were, were spreading this, not knowing that they were spreading this. We were behind it. And I think one of the fears is that that's what we might start seeing happening in Canada.
1: It is. And I think um, I think the call to get everybody abroad home is, is probably maybe uh sort of previewing the fact that they maybe to close their borders and they'll talk about that a lot of the stuff I was uh one said me your program talking that a lot of in Canada a lot of this is travel related so um I don't know it's you know i guess it's, it's that it, what you said at the beginning here is that you know what but each day each hour it changes, there may be something that pops up that we didn't know and it's and it's going to force it um to uh, force a closure I think in Seattle. Um, restaurant groups have closed, but it's only that wasn't because the government said they should. Uh, they closed because there's no business and they can't afford uh, the overhead. So they're just closing restaurants because it's a ghost town in Seattle. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think what people have to remember here is that this is not going to be the way, in, you know, three months from now, maybe two months from now, hopefully, the world's going to flip back here. And this is not the world that is going to be, uh, this is not our forever world. This is a world that if we pull it together, and maybe take some drastic steps. And I'm not saying we should close restaurants. I'm just saying if the whole system has to halt to get rid of this virus then, and get out of this mess that we're in faster, then so be it. But we are, one way or the other, going to come out the other side. And in, in several months from now, I think the world is going to be a little bit more stable and a bit more fun than it is right now for people.
0: All right. Uh, Ian, we will leave it there, but I'm sure we will uh, talk to you again this coming week. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks, Jill. Have a nice weekend.
0: Okay.